0: This week's parsha of Tazria Metzaira, uh, volume twenty-two. The Rebbe's will bring us on a journey of the significance of when we read Tazria Metzaira together, and how this is a fundamental point to the subject of Mashiach and the yearning and the drive of feeling it every single moment is in le- learned from this idea. First, he brings down that most years, in other words, every year when it's not a leap year, and many years, we read Tazri and Metzahir together. The connection between the two parashas seems quite quite obvious to understand because both of them are dealing with the subject of 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 negaim of metzorah of the nige adam the leprosy condition that that comes on a person or on your garments or on your house and a partial metzora which is really the conclusion of tezriya over there it says that that about all the laws of the metzorah and how to become purified from this condition of metzorah but the rebbe has a number of questions on this uh, regarding he has questions about the name use of the parts these names why do we use them. Obviously, the name of a Parsha is not just an identifying sign of the name of the Parsha to set to be able to differentiate this Parsha to another Parsha. Every name is the Hebrew name which it has in it, the entire context of the whole Parsha. In that case, we need to understand in our subject here, which you don't you don't even call the Parsha Isha, like Isha sees azria. We go straight with the name Tazria. So we have to understand the connection Tazria to the whole Parsha, Tazria and also to Negayim. The, the, uh, word, tazriya, really means the idea of, isha it's the idea of a woman conceiving and giving birth. so the idea is to bring new life into this world. But the idea of a nega is a condition that we call the metzora is chash of It's like as if a person's actually dead. That's the harshest level of Tumah On the other, and, and also we have to understand that mitzayra, why is metzora the name of the whole parsha? Metzora, which, which means it is really, the whole parsha talks about how to become purified from it. So why did we call the name of the whole parish with the word Metzirah? As a matter of fact, we actually find that in Metsurah, Parashat Metsurah, it speaks about the Nigebatim on the houses. And we know, Rashi brings down that there was a positive outcome from this. If a person had a condition on the walls of his house, he had to smash down the walls and there was actually a besura, a good news that happened because you had to break down the house and you found the wealth that the Amorim hid in the walls before we came into the land of Israel. So we're able to get that. So you see that something positive came out, but the name seems seemingly is something completely the opposite. It's a punishment. It shows on us something negative. It's because it's connected to somebody that speaks gossip. So is it positive? Or, or is it negative? What's going on over here? Also, we have to understand, we find the use of two different names of the Parsha. We find in the Torah, in the Aruch it calls the name Parsha Metzerah, and then the Sag and in Rashi, and then Rambam over there, the name of the Parsha is called Zoystia. What's the difference of these two reasons? See, so he brings down the fundamental belief of a Jew is to believe in the concept of reward and punishment. Like the Rambam brings down in his Pirisha Mishnai is that the foundation number 11 is that Hashem gives the rewards to those that do good, to study, Turn to mitzvahs and punishment to those that are the opposite. Anyway, he brings down in Lent in the Rambam set in the laws of tshuva. He brings down that terror is called the Torah's chesed of kindness. That all punishments of the terror are not for the sake of punishment. God forbid. And the correct the correctness of a, of a for a punishment is to correct the person. And even like you see those a person that deserves the punishment of karas to die young half age. If he gets malchus instead the whippings, he's exempt from the punishment of karas We also find by the punishments of the best of the courts like the Chazal tell us the Razal tell us by Achin that when he stole the the booties, the spoils of of war and he was killed for this so it says that he came down to such a level where he got disgusted in this world and that prevented him from getting disgusted in the next world so you see that punishments is really there for an ultimate positive goal to correct and fix us from something even though most lessons most punishments you don't see it in revealed way but that's the faith that we believe that it's always by every punishment is for a positive thing so by However, by the Tsaras situation, we see it in a revealed way well, how this punishment is there to heal you. Like the Rambam brings down at the end of Tumas, his laws of Tumas Saras, the Rambam says that this changing of, color, of the color coloration on the clothes or the house or wherever it is, this is actually not the normal ways of the world. It's Hashem making a miracle for the Jew to be able to know and warn you for Lashon Hara. And it goes in orders so if it could happen to the walls of your house and then it could happen to your clothes, then it could happen to your skin, because Hashem always warns us from easier warnings to harsher warnings and it's all about the idea to be careful from Lashon Hara. And the message of Mitzraya itself is to be also, he has to be isolated but the Yashem Michutz Lamach Mishab he has to go outside the courts places all in order that he should talk with in, in discussions with Rishayim who talk Lutzonus and Lashon Hara. And for this reason, the Parsha is actually called Tazria. In one hand, you're right that Tazria is only the beginning of the Parsha why we use this word. But since the theme of the word Tazria is to bring new life, this is actually the message of the entire Parsha, to bring new life into a person that went and did something wrong in order to be isolated, to become a new person where you don't talk like this anymore. So that's the lesson over here that the is over here is that you can become a new person and put a person onto the proper path. I. Why do you have to tell me this lesson? lesson over here when it comes to Mitzayra because Mitzayra is the lowest level that you're actually considered to be a dead person so if you could learn this lesson that there's a positive thing here from Mitzayra we could learn this lesson for everybody else everywhere else that any punishment is there for a positive lesson to fix us from a, from doing something bad now with this we could also understand where it can make a difference in and Halacha because in Halacha this, do you say that the law of a Mitzayra that this condition that he has means he has to go be isolated from all the three courtyards courts all the three Machnis of the Jews the Machas Kuna the Mach Levia and the, for, for the wall the Shvatamar in the days of the Basin all the way outside Yerushalayim is it because he is Tame and he may contaminate everybody else and be therefore you would say that if there's no camps. He doesn't have to go outside anywhere. It's only when there's these camp areas that he would have to go out. Or do you say that it's a punishment in him himself, that he himself needs to be an isolated person, which isolation is the worst punishment possible to be? So do you say that – how do you look at it? If, if you say it's only for him, that he has to be isolated, then it doesn't matter if there's camps or not. You always have to be isolated whether there's camps or not, if there's a camp there or not. Now he brings down that he goes in to show us where you find this whole subject also in Hasidus and the Kutut in the, the Parsha of Tazria. without the Rebbe brings down unbelievable, even deeper positive line here where you see not just that it's new life, but you also see the idea in the material itself. He shows it to us because the Torah uses the words Adam. Adam is the highest title that we could use on a, for the four names that are used on a Jew. Adam is the highest level. It says Adam. The level of a Jew that's Adam, such a perfect person, he learns, Tyra does myths, he's perfect. It's just on his skin condition, meaning on somewhere ex, his external part, not on his internal organs. It's on his external part that shows that only there's a little bit of psalis, a little bit of schmutz. They're the external part that Hashem goes and makes a miracle for him to be able to fix even that external part. How do you know that he's so perfect? It's hinted by the use of the word Adam. Now he brings Dr. Ebba brings down and continues to explain Dr. Ebba begins to explain that that's for this reason why the Negoyim concept does not exist nowadays. That's because we don't have a people that are that have no bad in them at all, even in the internal parts and only in the external part. We don't find that any, these days anymore. And therefore, you don't have this whole subject of Mitzayra anymore. Now we understand why with the names of these two parshas, The second parsha is called Mitzayra. Even though Mitzayra means that you're you're in a stage where it's impurity. But the idea is to get out of it and to be purified, to see the positive out of it, to be a new person. Or another way how to put it is that the effect of the partial smitsurah is happens through the partial of, 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 Tazria through becoming a new person then you can have the healment that happens by what says in Parshat Mitzayra to be isolated into another area now just like you have this by an individual Mitzayra really he's perfect it's just that a little bit on the external parts of him and therefore he has to be isolated to to be able to get this fixed you also find this with the Jewish people in the time of Gullus Jews are in a way of that in the time of Gullus we are Tazria we plant the seeds all for the sprouting out that's going to come out and as Dr Rebbe says, the famous piece in Tanya chapter thirty seven that the revelations of mashiach's times are dependent. It's totallyna on the works of our toil in the time of exile. It's not that it's two separate things our work now is like the idea of planting seeds that's the whole thing over here so planting seeds is for the sprouting out that comes after so the time of exile we are doing Torah Mitzvah that is the the, the planting seeds and this is connected specifically with the coming of Mashiach Tazria means represents the time of Golos the idea of exile when you have to plant the seeds coming of Mashiach is represented by the Mitzvah which is the idea to bring out the sprout and a person cannot say that I will learn Torah and do Mitzvah everything's fine and good but I'm not going to do it just for the Purpose for Mashiach, and even if he says I'll do it for Mashiach, but I'm not going to do it. That I need Mashiach now. Maybe it'll be for another time down the line. But for this reason, we have the Parsha Tzav and are together. The only when it's together, you get to realize that it ha- which majority of years it is together the two Parshas, and that teaches you that that's the halacha. Because we go after Aslin and Basaruba most years they're together. That teaches you that you have to have the both the theme of both Parshas. The planting must be for the intention and the sprouting out that comes. It's one connected thing and that Anbam points out that the whole point of the Mashiach's coming is going to be to get back the days with David and Melah, where we're going to have the Mashiach built fully we'll be able to do all the mitzvahs perfectly and properly and this also explains to us why the, the, the earlier generations they called the Parsha Zayist because they didn't feel the imminent arrival of Mashiach any moment and the later generation the Turan Shulchan Aruch, they did call today Batzar because they felt more that it was Atat Kut Mashiach and it was literally right now in, in any moment coming to Mashiach Mashiach. And that's why you you and this explains to us also the Gemara that says that uh, that uh, Yo told him Ben Levi that Mashiach is sitting amongst the afflicted people, and Rashi brings down that Mashiach himself was afflicted. The unbuttoned called Mashiach with the name Mitsuira, even though it seems like a negative name, why would you call him with such a name? The point is because this is the deeper meaning is that he's a Mitsuira, meaning he's the one that reveals the perfect level of a yid, and all we have to do is tsuputs in the Kneplach to polish those last few buttons to bring. Mashiach, let's just mention that the Rebbe already said in late this sechel was in Mem eighty one and Mem Beis in eighty two. But later years, the Rebbe already said that we already have, uh, we already did the polishings of the buttons, and Mashiach has to come already. And we, and if we wait any longer, the buttons could get rubbed out from polishing them too much. So let's hope that this will all be now bekar of mamish in our days in a revealed way. And this comes from Chelak Chav Bez, in the Sichas.